Everybody, it's a pleasure to have Donnie Bowie on right now. Donnie, what's going on, brother? What's going on, Austin, man? How are you doing today? Good, bro, good. I know we're getting ready for this John Wall Invitational coming up Thursday. It's going to be a, probably the biggest high school basketball tournament in the country this year. Wouldn't you say so? Hey, man, I would I would love to say that. Definitely, uh, in my opinion, definitely the biggest country at this point. Most definitely. Um, so give the listeners a little bit more information about who you are, what you do, and all that good stuff. All right. So um, I actually uh, born and raised in North Carolina. Um, before uh, before I actually got started with like the Hoop State Network and like Phenom Hoops and everything, I actually worked for uh, BallsLife.com. Um, started with them in 2011. Kind of did some part time stuff for them while I was still in school. Going to uh, I was going to school at North Carolina A&T in Greensboro, so I was covering like Wesleyan Christian with like uh, Theo Pinson, Harry Giles, and all of them. Uh, after I graduated, I was able to get a full time position with them, and uh, I mean to make a long story short, honestly, like 30 plus states uh, later, like dozens of NBA guys now. Um, since 2011, man, I've pretty much been able to like live my dream out and pretty much travel the country, film like the best of the best future stars coming from like anywhere from their like eighth grade year all the way through their like senior year of high school, and just am able to see them go through college and become potential pros man it's been awesome wow that's big time bro who would you say has been the biggest athlete that you film currently like who's got who's what guy have you filmed that's probably the, the biggest star right now biggest star right now so i'm gonna joe i'm gonna go off i'm gonna go uh two guys based off of uh so one based off of just hype because so far he's pretty much just been injured this year um i will definitely say zion williamson um for two years ball's life actually moved me down to his area uh, for junior and senior year. And pretty much I was covering all his games. Might have missed like maybe a half a dozen or so games just because they were just out of state and like I wasn't able to fly there. But outside of that, man, Zion Williamson was probably by far the craziest athlete I've ever had the chance to film. Um, Success-wise, I don't know, man. I've gotten to – I've pretty much got to film every number one ranked prospect since 2011. So it – it's it's pretty hard to get a like six off the top of my head just some crazy success guys um i I definitely have a few like favorable guys um obviously like being from north carolina there's like harry giles uh bam Adebayo, who's like killing it for miami this year and then uh my guy dennis smith jr up at uh for the nick playing for the knicks right now up in new york so uh I mean, just a handful of those guys, I'd say. That's big, bro. Those are definitely some big-time athletes. So you've definitely you've traveled, you know, the country. You work with Ball's Life, and now you're with Hoop State Network. Is that right? Yes. So it is. can yep. we can you tell the viewers a little bit about Hoop State Network when it was started and what the goal is with Hoop State Network? What kind of movement y'all got going on? Okay, yeah. So uh, the Hoop State Network is actually an idea brought up by my uh, my business partner and like my best friend Webb Wellman. Um, right towards the end of our time with Ball is Life, I'd say probably around Christmas time last year, anytime, anytime between like December and February, our, uh, we were actually running like the Ball is Life East channel and we were just seeing like the traffic die down. So between me and him, we were kind of just trying to think of ideas to like maybe revive the channel up a little bit. And uh, us being from North Carolina, we used to do the, uh, the webisodes a lot with like the Hoop State episodes. And it'd be like just a collection of like every month, the best players, the best plays from the state of North Carolina. Yo. 
Yeah, I don't know. It, it kind of cut out, bro. Yeah, no, my fault, man. I uh, I got a random spam call right there. Um, no worries. Just you start off about um, you and you and Webb kind of like. You, like last thing they heard was like y'all, the the balls life east channel got, um kind of dialed down and then. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I can. And yeah, I can so, edit. I can edit all this too. Okay, so no, for sure, for sure, my fault. Um, but anyways, yeah. So between me and Webb, man, we were running the balls life east channel and we were seeing like some of the traffic go down. So between me and him, we were kind of think of trying to think of other ways to uh, possibly revive it and get some traffic back going on, and. Uh, a few years ago, we actually were doing the like hoop state episodes where like Webb and me would take like the best collection of highlights and plays from the uh, from inside our state at the end of each month and kind of just make like a highlight reel out of that. Um, from that idea, we pretty much decided to do the hoop state network starting January this past year. And our mission pretty much is we want to provide a platform for pretty much any creator in North Carolina that wants to like showcase and help us highlight like the players and plays in North Carolina that like maybe like the three or four of us aren't able to get to. So honestly, right now we probably have a network close to probably about a dozen guys that help like volunteer, send stuff in. And we're just able to like have our reach out throughout the state a lot bigger than just the Raleigh area where a majority of us are actually located right now. That's big, bro. Yeah. I actually, um, there's a few guys that I know that definitely help y'all out that I've met. So you're saying that you guys just because the Instagram is pretty popping, the YouTube's growing. You're saying that you did all this in the last year. Yeah. So honestly, it was just to transition over of a lot of old stuff that we had. So our Instagram, we actually were running and it was actually like the official ball is life East page. And we kind of just transferred that over um over to the hoop state network and kind of just started introducing a lot of that content over to those viewers and followers and pretty much the same with the youtube channel we kind of just revived before uh web actually joined ball is life he had started his own company one entertainment and uh he had started that own his own youtube page and everything and after he had joined ball is life that page kind of just went down and uh as soon as we left ball is life to start that thing back up we honestly just opened that page up changed the name and just started kind of pushing videos out from there yeah for sure um no that's big man i'm gonna get a little it's literally a little deep you don't have to answer this but how is the how was the whole ball's life um company like executives about y'all leaving were they upset was it a mutual thing um you know you don't have to get too deep into that but you know um were they happy for you guys you know it's a big transition going from one of the biggest media basketball companies in the world to kind of creating your own how was that transition no, no, for sure. Um, it was definitely uh, it was a little difficult at first, to be honest with you. But uh, honestly, things ended pretty, uh, pretty mutual between us. We had known at this point, a lot of us had started young with them. So at the, it really wasn't until like the lockout year, the year that the NBA lockout happened, that like we really thought that this mixtape industry could really take off as like a real business. So a lot of us started pretty young with them. Like, again, I started with them my sophomore year of college. So like as the years went by, you kind of just knew that like, like I use this more as a platform to try to like network more than anything at this point. And it was just to try to get any bigger opportunities because eventually most of us want to have bigger jobs and real careers and everything to like set us up for life later on. So, I mean, it was pretty mutual. They had understood we had gotten to a place in our lives where we were getting older and we were kind of looking for more stability and they themselves were okay with looking for freelancers and everything. So I think, I think things ended up well for us and things ended up well for them. You were grateful for them, and they were grateful for you. Like like you said, it was a mutual mutual relationship. You still appreciate those guys, and I'm sure they still appreciate you. 
Oh yeah, one thousand percent. I definitely, if it wasn't, if it wasn't for eight years with them, I definitely would not have the opportunities or have met any of the people that I would have today. To be honest with you, so so for that, I'm definitely grateful. I love it, brother. All right, let's jump right into it, man. I know a lot of the listeners are ready for this. We're gonna jump right into the John Wall Invitational, man. Um, what are the what are the games to look out for? Who are the players to watch? Let's just break it down, man. What, what right. What's the best game for Thursday? The best two or three games. All right, Thursday. Oh man. Okay, let's see. So I kind of did like a top five of each thing, but let me let me pull these brackets up real quick because I was just looking at them. So Thursday, Thursday is a lot more of the local stuff. I'll go ahead and give the listeners. So do you want me to go ahead and break it down for them a little bit about the wall, like the dates and all that stuff? Break it, break it all down, brother. All right, all right. I'm I'm a little excited. So so if I uh, talk a lot of talk very quick just slow me down a little nah, bit you're good you're good so uh so this year's dates obviously are december 26th 27th 28th the sunday the 29th we actually have off and then championship day will be monday december 30th um doors will open up i believe an hour before game time and i think the first game if i am correct starts at 11 a.m on thursday um but anyways I'll go ahead and open up. Uh, I'll definitely start with this. Uh, the last game of night one. Uh, I know the state. I don't know how many people in the state have seen Dacian Ruffin from Mississippi, Callaway High School out of Mississippi. But this kid finished number two on the Nike UIBL in scoring just behind Cam Thomas, who is a ultimate bucket, obviously. But I think this kid averaged right under 28 points a game uh, on the UIBL. So that's definitely saying a lot. Um, we actually have him matched up against Carter Witt of Leesville Road. Mm. Um, we actually had a special request about this matchup, so I'm, I'm very interested to see uh, how Carter and, and Dacian actually match up because I, uh, I think the crowd will definitely be entertained in that one. It'll, it'll you think, be that's, a, you think nice. that's a mismatch? I mean, I wouldn't say mismatch. I, mean, I don't want to underplay Carter. He's probably the best guard out of 2021 in North Carolina. Um, but is, is that too, is that, is that gonna be slight work for Deshaun? Is what I'm saying. Or I'm, gonna be, I'm gonna be real with you. Uh, Carter actually requested this matchup himself. Uh, wow. He was, he was actually, he told me, he was like, <laughs> Hey man, I, I know he's ranked higher than me. I want to go at him and, I, and I'm going to be real with you. We're going to have Evan Daniels and Eric Bossy, the two national scouts in the building the first two days. So, Hey, if, if he holds his own, then, then, Hey, he's, he's you got to put some respect on his name, right? Hundred percent. Yeah, no, I so, love that. That's good, man. That was a good matchup. I like so that. So I'm I'm happy that Carter himself requested that because he sees that as a challenge and he wants to go at it. So I I commend him for that. Hundred percent. Okay, so you got Leesville Road and Callaway eight thirty last game. Um, what other two games are the Thursday? You think that Farmville Broughton, that Moravian Prep Kenson? I think that Moravian Prep Kenson is going to be a hell of a matchup. Oh yeah, no, 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 no doubt. Moravian Kinston, Kinston's coming in uh, hot. Dontrez Styles, the state's uh, top junior, in my opinion, six seven. Underrated? For... Is he not underrated or what, man? Dontrez... I think he is. I think he is. But I, I think I've, from from all the footage I've seen this past season, it looks like he's starting to break out a little bit. So hopefully, the John Wall is where where he makes a name for himself nationally. I think he's sitting somewhere between like one ten and like one twenty five right now in the country. So let's see if he can like push his name in the top 100, especially going against NC State signee Josh Hall. Yeah, that's going to be big. I saw I saw Dontrez at the ECI um, in Jacksonville where Dayron was actually with South Central in the summertime. Um, oh, yeah, yep. Mm-hmm. And then Dontrez had a really good game. That matchup, Dontrez and Dayron, is going to be good. Maybe we can see that matchup again with Montverde. 
Okay, so we got um, you said Moravian Prep, Kenton three forty five Thursday, Leesville Road, Callaway eight thirty. What other game is that? Word of God in Holly Springs, that Millbrook Greenfield. Which is the the best third game you would say? I mean, they're all good, great games. I don't want to. I think it's kind of hard to rank them. But what's another game to watch out for Thursday? Man, I'm gonna be real with you. I personally, as a as an in state basketball fan, am looking forward to the Greenfield Millbrook matchup. Yep. Uh, Greenfield, the defending one A. State champion. State, yes, yep. either 1A or 2A. I believe 1A. I could be yep. wrong. I think you're and right. Then, I think they're 1A. And, and then Millbrook is the 4A state champ. So, I mean, I could be wrong. Maybe I'm wrong here. But, Mil- no, I'm wrong. They are not the 4A state, state champs, but they are definitely the number one ranked team in the state in 4A. So, yep. so, so for Millbrook to be the strongest team in Raleigh and for Greenfield to be the defending state champ, 1A state champions, I'm, I'm ready to see them match up. Um, Greenfield. Uh, after losing Kobe White, people a bunch of people wrote him off. They went and won the state championship. They pretty much returned all five, pretty much all five starters, um, led by Wake Forest uh, commit Jai Bailey. You know, I, I'm pretty much ready. People may write them off, but hey, they for, somehow they find a way to stay in the game, stay in the game. Um, but I'm gonna give it to also Millbrook. They are super big this year. So Will Felton six nine, Eric Vanderhuizen like six eight. And then uh, oh, I can't even think of the other kids. Sam Hood, six eight, six nine. So that's that's just a lot of size that Greenfield does not have. Is he playing? Because I know me and you were both at the Leesville uh, Millburg game last week, and Sam wasn't playing, right? Uh, no, he was playing. Oh, he was playing. Who was yes, not yes. playing? There was one kid that wasn't playing. Uh, oh. I know. So Norlin Nolan Dorsey, the New Mexico that's uh, right. commit. Yes, he has he not wasn't. played. Yes, he's been hurt all season. So that's I'm right. not. A, I'm not 100% sure if he'll actually be ready for the wall yet. That would be big if he was. That would be big. No, definitely, because as as good as they are now, I can only imagine adding another Division One committed player to that starting lineup. Word, word. Who does Holly Springs have, Donnie, against that word? That would be a good matchup, that 7 o'clock matchup. Who does Holly Springs have? You know Word of God, Khalil Marshall, Isaiah Todd, um, Poe Boy. Um, but who does Holly Springs have that, that could really um, put a threat on, on Word of God this, this matchup? Their big anchor, uh, from everything I know, is Georgia Georgia State commit. Uh, oh, Caleb Scott. I'm sorry, I had to I think about his name right there. But yeah, six seven power forward Caleb Scott actually played with Dayron Sharp this past season. Garner Road. He is their go to guy down in the post, and I think him and Isaiah Todd are going to have an all out one on one battle. And I'm I'm excited to see that myself. Honestly, the guards that Word of God has and the defense they're playing this year, they're pressing up on on opponents trying to cause turnovers. And Holly Springs actually has a handful of Garner Road guys. So that'll be a nice little matchup between the two schools. Most definitely, most definitely. Okay, cool. So those those are all Thursday. Well, we didn't really talk about all of them, but let's jump into the uh, the Friday matchups. Those are those were the big ones for Thursday. Um, Friday, I mean, Durham Academy, Montverde. Is that, is that going to be the game of the of Friday, you think, the best game? Man, best game. Is that is that you going off if that doesn't? And no offense to Durham Academy, but Montverde is just another monster. Me, I want to see and, MJ Rice, MJ Rice, and, and Dayron, or MJ Rice and and, and K. I want to see see what MJ Rice does, man. He's got a lot oh, yeah. of hype. Oh yeah, no, um, no, oh, and deservedly so. He is definitely a top twenty-five sophomore in the country. He's he's opened the season up, kind of turned that corner me- uh, mentally, from what I've seen, turning into like a true, true all-out like competitor. Every possession, I want it, I want it. And he's going to do anything to lead his team. And honestly, the stats have reflected it. Honestly, um, he'll be hopefully 
he'll, he should be matched up against like Cade Cunningham, Scotty Barnes, Derek Whitehead, all those guards that Montverde has as deep as they are, man. Like it's going to be tough. It's going to be a tough, but man, it's going to be a nice test to see where he stands against those nationally top 10 ranked guards and wings that Montverde has. Well, they went, they ran through the, um, the Palms classic. Didn't they beat IMG last night or sometime this week? Yes, they actually. Yes, I think they won the championship last night and actually beat IMG. I know. I, I'm pretty sure the championship was last night. Another number one team right in the country, right? They're over yes. OKO, Sierra Canyon. They're they're the best team in the nation right now, um, and I, I'm ready to see them play, man. Let's talk about this uh, Combine Academy and Hillcrest Prep. Oh, I'm 45. I'm excited, and, and the reason why I'm excited to talk about this game is actually Robert Gillingham. That's my boy. I, I saw oh, him at yeah. MSH TV. Um, MSH TV camp in Indiana, and he was a dog with Aiden Holloway. Um, Jazair Jackson was out there. Robert was is he probably the best freshman I think in the in his class. Uh, I'm just oh, gonna yeah. throw that out there. Okay, all right, no, that's that's bold. Man. I saw him play against Oak Hill. I, I saw y'all's recap on YouTube. Uh, if y'all haven't subscribed, go subscribe to the Hoot Tape Network. Follow me on Instagram, and that recap Oak Hill combine that y'all did was amazing. I watched all of it. No, I appreciate that, man. I appreciate it. No, but, hey, man, Jeff McGinnis calls him baby AI for a reason. So, yeah. to, to see Combine and Hillcrest match up, that's going to be super, super exciting. Combine, the young team with first-year coach Jeff McGinnis. But, man, like you said, big, big opening season win against Oak Hill Academy. So, I mean, Combine who does, versus – Who does Hillcrest have? Who, who's the player to watch out for for Hillcrest? Man, they've probably got, what – Four or five guys there too. They've got North Carolina commit Puff Johnson. They got their newest addition in McCord Maker, who just joined them at Chick Fil A this past weekend. They got top ten Michael Foster, six nine forward right there. They got Arizona commit Dalen Terry. They've got commit um, um, among commit on their roster. So that'll be that'll definitely be Combine's biggest test size wise up to this point in the season. So I'm gonna be very excited to see how a young Combine team does well or or does against. Uh, a team like Hillcrest with all that size and all that talent. But I'm also uh, with another maker returning to the John Wall. I'm excited to see if he made the noise that his, that his cousin Thon did back when Thon was able to visit here and play. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Um, I'm kind of excited to see, too, um, Noah from New Jersey. I forget it. I, I can't say his last name. How do you say his uh, last name? Uh, Noah Farrakhan. Yeah, yeah, I'm ready to see him, man. I mean, he's, a, he's got a lot of hype on Instagram. A lot of people follow him. A lot of kids like him. Uh, I'm ready to see what he does, man. Hey, not a, hey, and don't don't forget the big news that just dropped yesterday either with with number one junior in the country, John Kaminga, finally becoming eligible. So we yeah, went that's from, gonna be huge. We we went from thinking we missed out on having John Kaminga and it'd be the Noah Farrakhan show, but man, now now having him eligible, it's the Kaminga and the Farrakhan show at the John Wall. And I'm gonna be honest, we we went crazy yesterday when we heard that news. So to see them against Apex Friendship in the first round. Apex is led by North NC State commit Nick Farrar. Nick may may be seen as underranked or underrated nationally in the state, but hey, if you're if you're going against the number one ranked junior in the country, hopefully you can make some noise for yourself, especially again with Eric Bossy and Evan Daniels, some national scouts being in the house. Yeah, do you think he's the best player in the 2021 class, Kaminga? Man, it's tough. I'm gonna be honest with you. Forward. I, I know he is a forward. I, I really like him. Um, I got a chance to see Chet Holmgren this past spring and summer, and Chet is something else. If if we could get Chet Holmgren down to the John Wall, that would be 
that would be amazing. Seven footer with the the way he's moving with the uh, guard skills and everything, able to shoot, stretch the floor. I, I like him. I call him Chet Porzingis for a reason. ESPN has him number one in class of 2021. Oh, do they? Kam- they have Kaminga number one, yeah, on ESPN. They have him first. It's 97 yep. scout grade. Um, but argue, you could argue with, you know, um, like you said, your boy. Um, yeah, it's going to be interesting, man. I think you guys have really set it up each year that they keep get, y'all keep getting better and better teams. Let me ask you something. How do you find the teams, like, um, did you, do you invite them? Like, you know, Oak Hill, will they eventually come? IMG, will they eventually come? Maybe Sierra Canyon one year? Like, is it, how do you get teams out here? It's a lot of, uh, networking, honestly. Uh, a lot of the, a lot of the groundwork is done really as soon as the John Wall ends. So the day afterwards, we're pretty much hitting the ground running, trying to get in touch with coaches, players, letting them know that, hey, we really, we really want you guys at our tournament next year. This is what we can provide you. We show them the recap. We show them what other coaches and players have said in the past just so they themselves have an idea like, like, hey, this is what the John Wall is about. We want to put on for you guys. We want to showcase everything North Carolina has because we're known as the Hoop State to you guys, provide whatever we can for you guys, and give you all the platform to pretty much show out at the best event in the country. Yeah, no doubt, and at, man. And at the end of the day, it's a lot of it's a lot of groundwork, obviously, during AAU season, like traveling, watching what players we really want to attract. And like at the end of the day, it's a lot of majority of like the, the ACC guys, a lot of North Carolina, Duke, NC State targets, because obviously those schools are around the area. Those fans want to see those players in their jerseys eventually. So we try to bring them to all the fans here in North Carolina. Hello? All right, brother. So we talked about the, the matchups of the week. We talked about the players to watch out for. Who do you think comes out on top Monday in the John Wall Invitational? So I'm not allowed to throw any favorites out or be biased, right, just because I, I help, help part of the team selection and all that. But uh, I actually was discussing this with a bunch of the guys yesterday. And uh, honestly, from what they've done this, I don't – I really don't see anybody – like getting past Montverde in our national bracket. It's going to to uh for honestly not winning by like 20 every game. They're just so deep in terms of their roster and the talent that they have. Um and Kevin Boyle just he he wants that na- national championship. So it's this is just game after game. He's looking for wins, he's looking for wins. Um I've got to give it to Montverde in our national bracket. Um, in our other bracket, I, I don't really know. It's the TJ Warren, the David West bracket, but in our other bracket, um, the 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 state, the in-state me, and pulling for I'm pulling for obviously uh, Moravian Prep because I'm a I'm a state fan. And I want Josh Hall to just go off, but uh, it's just at the end of the day with the addition of McCord Maker, it's going to be super tough and as deep as Hillcrest is for me to see anyone competing with Hillcrest too. So I think it'll be, it, it'll be a tough matchup. Um, but I coming out on top of one bracket and I see coming, uh, coming bracket. So there's three different brackets is what you're saying. Yes, there is. Uh, I, I'm sorry. There actually, a, there's a four team bracket too this year, the Kyron Bowman bracket. And uh, we actually have Burlington school there, Garner high school, Heritage and Grace Christian out of that. So that four-team bracket, those games will actually be played uh, Monday. Championship will actually be on Saturday instead of Monday. Okay. 
Um, so what you're saying is that is there any way that Moravian Prep could or Combine could play uh, Montverde or they Montverde are they in two different brackets? So we've the way we actually have it set up, we've got two uh, different brackets. The reason that is uh, reason for that is because a lot of these uh, a lot of the national schools like Montverde or Patrick School they have rules and regulations restricting them in terms of what teams are allowed to play. So they actually have to play teams that are in state associations. So like the teams that like aren't in any like or the Hillcrest, they are actually not allowed to play or that makes them ineligible, I believe for the Geico nationals at the end of the year, which obviously all the big teams like Montverde, IMG, they try to compete in. That makes sense. Yeah, I didn't even know that, man. So yeah, you're you're informing me on some new information because I was I was kind of. I'm gonna be. Oh, trust me. No, if it were up to us, we would put all the top dogs in one bracket: the Moravians, the Hillcrest, the Montverds, the Patrick. Trust me, they they all want the Combine, smoke with each other. Yeah. Literally, they all want the smoke with each other. It's literally state rules or regulations that we have to abide by, or teams become ineligible. So, as much as like the Moravians. I mean, our reasoning. If, if fans want to know why we we have the teams in certain brackets, that is your reasoning right there. Hundred percent. So you see Montverde coming out on top. David West. You know they are arguably the best team in the nation. Definitely ranked number one. And then the TJ Warren bracket. Do you think Moravian Prep comes out on top? Um, you see Word of Man. God. You see Moravian Prep, Word of God in the finals. That's what I see. Man, if all I'm gonna say is. Or maybe Hillcrest or Combine. Maybe if, I'm hey, sleeping on them. Get, no, I'm. If Moravian Prep somehow gets past Hillcrest, that'll definitely be their biggest win of the year, and that has to that has to put them in top ten legitimacy in terms of teams in the country. Uh, Hillcrest right now, I kind of just give it to them because of their size. I haven't seen them much as a team, but it looks like they ended up winning. Uh, I think their bracket down at the Chick Fil A Classic, so they're probably coming off playing super hot, super well. So we'll see how they uh, mesh uh, together at the wall, especially with the addition of Maker Maker, uh, McCore Maker. Um, Josh Hall obviously coming off a 51-point game a week or two ago at the Battle at the Rock. I'm hoping to see him show out, obviously, in front of, like, the state crowd. Hopefully Kevin Keats is able to come through and support. Uh, hopefully a, a handful of the state players can come through and, and show support for him and Shaquille Moore. But, hey, man, I'm going to go ahead – I'm going to – I got to give it, and my, my pick is going to be Hillcrest Prep out of that. Um, word of God, I just – they're led by Isaiah Todd. I see them getting past, obviously, to the championship. But, man, at the end of the day, I think Hillcrest is way too deep of the field for anyone else to compete, just like Montverde on their side of their bracket. No doubt, man. I think it's going to yep. be some big games, man. You make sure you guys get there early. Well, Donnie, it's been a pleasure, bro. Make sure you guys go follow Donnie on Instagram at Donnie Bowie. That's just D-O-N-N-I-E-B-U-I. And follow Hoop State Network. Subscribe to their YouTube channel. Follow them on Instagram. Follow Donnie. I'll put all their links in the description. And, brother, I'm looking forward to seeing you Thursday bright and early. Awesome, man. No, I appreciate it. Thank you so much, man, for having me on to talk about the wall. Again, uh, December 26th, 27th, 28th, and the 30th, if you guys want to come out and support Broughton High School, Raleigh, North Carolina. Um, if you guys aren't able to support, we'll be live streaming the big games probably, I'd say, later in the afternoon, the Word of Gods, the Moravian, the Preps, the Montverds, all the, all the big-name teams. Um, again, Austin, I really appreciate you guys having me on to talk and all that stuff today. Um, outside of that, man, happy holidays. 
Merry Christmas, man. Make sure you guys go subscribe to the podcast. Follow Donnie. Follow Hoop State Network, and we will talk next week. Appreciate it, Donnie. Oh, yeah. Take care, man. Have a good one. Yes, sir. Yep.